Stop by Circle K and shotgun tweeze in the parking lot in front of cops. That's how we do it around here. <laughs> Stupid. Golly. Is that what I opened the episode on? Yes. <laughs> God. We don't condone drinking. We also don't drink. That was just a. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot we were. Recording. An allegory. An allegory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> allegory. Was allegory too, for having too much um, milk, bad soup. It was milk, bad soup. Bad milk. It was bad milk allegory of the cave. <laughs> to enlighten yourself, you must drink 12 teas. It's Play-Doh <laughs> drinking 12 teas in front of a bunch of cops. I wonder what Play-Doh would think of teas. <laughs> fan. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> insane conversation. Yeah. Hey Siri, who was Plato's best buddy? Okay, I found this on the web for who is Plato's best buddy. Dude, imagine Plato and Aristotle just kicking back with a few brews. <laughs> <laughs> which one of them? Which one of them was the racist? Plato, Aristotle, and Socrates. I swear, one of them was like. I don't know. Racist. I definitely feel like I've heard this, and I want to say Socrates. I, like, I it was. I think it was the first one. Whoever was the first one was. I think it was Socrates. Mm. I think so too. Yeah, probably. He sounds really funny. He sounds though. troublesome. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> troublesome. So great. Could you could you imagine Jackson? Like we just well, like watched a basketball game and it was it was really hype and all that. But could you imagine like getting drunk at a coliseum and just like watching people go at it? Dude, I'm telling you, if I had no moral compass, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the Coliseum would have been fucking awesome. Yeah. Dude, just ah, kill him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's awful. It was yeah. an awful oh, yeah. thing. Shouldn't have existed. However, if I also, had no wait, moral compass, what? Yeah. Also, people do tend to forget that there were like. 40 million animals killed. Probably, yeah, that sounds right. Wow, dude. But could you imagine, though? <laughs> dude. Hey, you going to the game this weekend? Well, what do they call it? You going to the match this weekend? Who's fighting? Brutus. He's going to kill Dennis. Like, imagine Dennis. Brutus versus Dennis. Who the fuck do you think's winning that? Dude, he's fighting this fucking giant. He's fighting the giant from a, from the other town, and it's mm -hmm. just like some like six foot four. Yeah, dude. No, and he, like, he, he like medium sized dude, and he's and, just towering and he goes over out there and else. kills him, and like in one hit, and then dude. everybody on the hometown is like, "Oh my god!" Dude, imagine being the motherfucker with like the uh, the trident and the in the net, dude. That motherfucker, you know that fighting style? That's a yeah, that's, I think that's called a fisherman. 
No. Got it and a net at the same time. Yeah, that's got to be. He's, no, that's I think he not that, bud. He's, nope, that's not it. All right. That was a, that was that was a good little That was so stupid. <laughs> Anyways, I have news. Hey, Josh Big has news. news. Big news. I <laughs> I know who the real agent Argyle is. Fuck oh. no. Tell this me. Big news. I will tell. I will reveal who the real agent Argyle is. Please. I won't actually, because it spoils the entire fucking point of the movie. Because no. the. So I saw Argyle. Um, Why? And I seriously think it started my sickness over the weekend. I was really <laughs> sick this weekend, and I think it began with Argyle, because that movie legitimately broke me. Like, it felt like yeah. Matthew Vaughn just, like, punching me repeatedly. <laughs> I, like, it was a painful experience. Yeah. I hated every second of it. And then the real Agent Argyle is, like, the worst reveal ever. And it's, like, the fifth of, like, 12 reveals in oh that movie. Oh, my gosh. It's I feel like I know exactly who it is, too. I kind of want you to say it, but I, if it's, like, accurate, I'll edit it out. Who's your guess? Oh, I only know like a few characters, but I just, I kind of feel like it's just like the mom. Okay. I went in expecting, I thought it was going to be the cat. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was going to be the cat. And that's That's a lot more creative than what it actually is. Oh my Um, God. It's really boring. I think, I thought it was terrible. Um, I don't know. If you think Kingsman is like the greatest action movie of all time, maybe you'll have fun with Argyle. But uh, yeah. I think Kingsman is fine. So I thought Argyle was bad. Um, I can't even say I had a good time with it. It's just kind of ugly and not good. But me and my friends have been quoting it back to back and forth to each other all week. Quotable. So no. Just bad. Yeah. Like, quotable in the way Amsterdam is quotable. And Beacon. Is it quotable? Yes, because we, we, we have been talking Amsterdam. about Amsterdam for a year. Amsterdam. Yeah. yeah, we don't quote it, though. We just say Amsterdam. Exactly. To be or to not to be. That is a, bl- <laughs> that is a bloody question in it. God, Beekeeper. I still got to see Beekeeper. I was going to go see Beekeeper over the weekend, but I got... Um, you got Argyled. But I got Argyle, and then I got, and then I got the flu, and then I didn't get to go see it. Um, I was also going to go rewatch. I was going to go rewatch Anatomy of a Fall in theaters, and I didn't get the chance. Oh so, yeah, um, that sucked. So instead, I just stayed home and I watched um, a bunch of queer movies because that's like all my brain could handle was like low, low effort, fun stuff generally. Mm-hmm. Um. So I watched, I watched Dicks the Musical, finally. Yeah. Finally out on Max. Um, I've been, they've been hyping the shit out of this movie on Austin Danger Pod constantly. And so I was fully prepared to just be disappointed by it. And, uh, and I loved it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Gave it four stars. But also, like, this movie is so beyond rating. I I don't know how to explain it. Uh, I can tell you, Jackson should not watch this movie. No, you I have will a feeling... give it maybe one star. 
Yeah, I have a feeling uh, the portrayal of God won't really sit right with me. No, it won't. Uh, the movie's one hundred percent like exclusively a satire, and it's it's one of those unafraid to go after everyone satires. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so so over the top with it. Um, I saw someone say it's like the gay version of epic movie and disaster movie and all of those movies. What? Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. Um, I would say it's it's like a honestly it's like a modern Austin Powers in my eyes, but like R. Mm. Um, very John Waters, very transgressive, shocking comedy. Um, yeah. Nathan Lane is amazing in it. Mm-hmm. Megan The Stallion is amazing in it. Oh my like, god! Shows up for like two scenes and like has a great a really fun song in it great i don't know i loved it bowen yang as god is like perfect casting i'm obsessed with it um but if anyone out there watches it and decides that they don't like it i don't want you crawling back here and complaining to me i told you here Do it's it. polarizing guys it's you a should Josh fall back movie. and complain proceed with caution exactly anything wow. that i am Anything that I like, proceed with caution. I think that's a good way to look at it. Nice. Um, on that note, I watch Venom. Let there be carnage. <laughs> oh <laughs> my that fucking is, god! Your this thing is insane. Like I expected you to have fun with it, but dude, dude, this movie's great. <laughs> this yeah, movie's it's one so of the good. worst movies ever made. I'm not even. I'm not even letting you talk on this one. No, I'm just talk I, over you the entire Venom time. Two is better than Venom One, but Shut that doesn't mean Shut it's a good movie. Shut the fuck up. It's no. so much better than Venom. <laughs> you Venom. gave it four. <laughs> you gave it four and a half. Fucking stars. <laughs> Worst take. Writing this one down. Writing That's this one, one this star is, over. This is fucking and pathetic. I'm, and I'm oh my considering God. writing it down as one of Josh's work. <laughs> you putting it on the board or something? Yeah, I'm putting it on there. This is the worst <laughs> take I've ever heard. This is a half star <laughs> movie. Venom. I'm not even writing it the fuck out. Just Venom 2. <laughs> Four stars. With a heart. Oh my god. I can't draw hearts. <laughs> 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 you fucking loser. Uh, I'm sorry. This is the best reaction that I could have gotten. This, it's so bad. I loved it. <laughs> You're just stabbing a knife into me. I <laughs> was literally, so I was, I couldn't Look, really, co- I couldn't even comprehend myself typing this in. <laughs> there it is. Going up on the wall. Drew out the stars for you and everything. I, I don't even remember typing this into Netflix. Like, cause I watched it. Like I had to go using my <laughs> you VPN. watched the wrong movie. That's no, why. Listen, he was listen. I had to go. Using my VPN, go to a different country's Netflix and watch it there. And I did all of this while in the middle of a brain fog from the flu. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I somehow found my way to Venom because it was fate. That's why you liked it. It was fate. And the movie is incredible. Do not use use the word incredible as a positive for Venom 2. It's it's like Spider-Man 3. Um 
oh which god. I love. Oh my god, bro! I I I adore that movie. Yeah, when's the last time you watched? Like a year and a half ago. Oh my bad. And I watch clips <laughs> of <that> daily. <laughs> There's like my 10 man. clips of that movie I, I watch on loop. I have them saved into a folder on my YouTube. I, I'm not even joking. I love that movie. Um, <laughs> Venom says, 2. Ooh, I got some free time. I can go watch Spider-Man 3. I can go watch Spider-Man 3 clips. <laughs> <laughs> it's so yeah. good. Like Venom literally, time. Venom asked God to kill Spider-Man for him in that movie. It's amazing. <laughs> that is pretty. That is pretty. God, dude, it is <laughs> so is fucking bad. God, that so, movie Spider-Man is so bad. bad. So good. I think I'd like Spider-Man 3 if I rewatched it. It's a ton of fun. I think I'd fun. enjoy it. So much fun. Venom 2, uh, uh, if if you like have a brain, it's really bad. Um, oh, yeah. I literally, well, who I have established that I did not have a brain watching this movie. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. It's very gay, um, which is Bruh. why it works. Like, the first one Bruh. doesn't do that at all. And it's lame. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? I'm analyzing the movie. Here? Bro, the content is you're killing uh, me woody harrelson's wig in this movie is a travesty <laughs> yeah it's along with the entire rest of the movie no nah, the movie's good i i love it I'd, I'd watch it again um i'll watch it again i'll watch it again just so i can talk about it more on here yeah i'm not even kidding i'll watch it before next episode you can you can mark this down hold watch me it. to it do it i will swear okay. on on jesus okay all right um i also watch netflix kids movie again this was me brain fog um i just saw it on my uh recommended because it came out like friday and i watched it on saturday this movie called orion in the dark um okay. written by charlie kaufman oh my god oh, yeah, i saw I remember, that yeah 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 yeah, it was it was really good. Like super cute. I you can feel the Kaufman in it despite it being a kids movie. Uh, yeah. I thought that was interesting. I was um, kind of freaking out when I saw Kaufman wrote it. Yeah, I, I I thought it was it was pretty good. Um, worth a watch if you like Kaufman stuff. If you don't like it, it's kind of hard to dislike the movie. Um, I don't know. It's it's cute. It's not like one of Netflix's best animated movies. It's not Nimona. It's not. I would say it's like about as good as the Sea Beast was. I liked the yeah. Sea Beast. I thought it was cute. So that's about it, though. I watched Plus One with Jack Quaid and Maya Erskine uh, because I think they're both really attractive. Nice. And it was great. That was a great movie. Maya Erskine, is she? Wait, hold up. She is in the new Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Okay. With Donald I Glover. So. I thought so. Yeah. I've watched Which is getting review bombed on IMDb because so, the two leads are not white. No, wow. I've actually That's what I was looked reading. into this a little bit more. Hmm. Um, it's not only because of that. It is just very weird overall. Like it's something that is either hated or love it. I've watched a few hmm. episodes with Amber. We both enjoy it. Um, have you ever seen the original or, or not the original? But the I think I've seen Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie. Bits and pieces Smith. of the Brad Pitt one. Generic action comedy. Yeah, it's like kind of trashy. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not that great. It's it's kind of like you watch it and you say, okay, that was kind of fun. And Brad Pitt mm-hmm. and Angelina Jolie are two attractive leads. That's what the movie yeah. exists for. Um, I've heard this is a very this, different however, remake. Very, very different. Very interesting. It's 
it's a lot more awkward because the um the whole situation with them being together is completely different from the movie um yeah it's rather they were placed together rather than they chose each other and then they were supposed to kill each other very different from that yeah um the comedy is it's it's kind of dry humor some of it and it's it's just a love it or hate it kind of tv show and that's why you're gonna see probably like four four and a half stars like for ratings or you're gonna see like two two and a half yeah and yeah i'm sure there's probably some people review bombing it but a lot of it is just it's hit or miss with people i looked at the rating curve on imdb which imdb is always Mm -hmm. the place to go to review bomb something um Mm -hmm. It is so heavy. Like, there are more ones than anything else, and it's not close. Wow. Um, the next closest is tens from people trying to outweigh it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not anywhere close. Yeah. It's like half from when I checked. Um, yeah. Ratings everywhere are just all over the place. Yeah. And it, it had like a 5.6 on IMDb or something mm-hmm. when I checked it because of the review bombing. Which is fucking dumb. I I hate, I hate review bombing so much. It bothers me so Same. much. But it's especially just, it's, with something like this, where like there, like, mm-hmm. what's really to to hate about it other than the fact that the leads are non-white, and that's not that's not a valid thing to hate at all. Well, some that's people bullshit. just think it's weird, or they might have been going into it thinking it was going to be similar to the movie. But I don't think that's a reason to give it a one out of ten. I don't know. Some people will just do that because Audiences they don't like a TV show. Stupid. Sutherland does that with movies. Sutherland he does like. do that, but he doesn't give things Sutherland like one star that. when they don't deserve he, to have one. Yeah, star. he does. Other than like Hereditary, Hereditary. he hated. He, he didn't like Hereditary at all. Thought it was stupid. Gave it a half. Some people just. But at least he's like not that. doing it because it has fucking non-white lead or woman lead. Cough, cough. The Marvels shit like that cough cough jackson with this movie jackson with desert oh my gosh shut up inevitably oh yeah we're covering desert hearts this week i don't think i mentioned that desert i'm excited to talk about it it's gonna be fun uh jackson what else you watch okay so a few days ago actually in yeah a few days ago i uh watched the visit m night Shyamalan. Mm. And uh, I mentioned this to y'all earlier. I'll say it on podcast, so it's on record. Um, this movie, M. Night Shyamalan knew what he was doing in this movie more than any other movie he's made. It's, what if I said he which is a lie because knows what he's doing? Yeah, yeah exactly. okay. Because old... sometimes it doesn't do as well. I don't think old lands. Boo, old have you seen Old for... yet? Yes, I've seen it Go twice. Watch old again. <laughs> it's two more times than I wish again. I'd seen it. Have no. you seen Old yet? Shut God, up. Old is so good. I do not... I, I, I don't like Old. It doesn't work for me. The Visit works per- perfectly for me. I gave it four stars and a heart. Wow. Have you seen That's Old Venom, yet? Let There Be Carnage. Oh my... God, this is the them. worst. I think we watched them around the same time too, Josh, which is really funny. I'm in hell. <laughs> I have it. It's it's my fourth favorite Shyamalan. It's um, slightly above Knock at the Cabin. So what I'm hearing is Shyamalan's a goat. 
uh, Shyamalan is pretty good. Yeah. Shyamalan hey, even Jackson's coming around. I am coming around a little bit. I think he, yeah, I just think wait he puts out a shitter again. sometimes. Oh my God. He'll go uh, insane oh my God. for the first time when he watches old for the first time. God, he's going to love it. He's going to eat that. I'm going to kill you. You just, I'm gonna kill you just you. got old. The beach that makes you forget you watched it. <laughs> <laughs> the beach that makes you forget you watched old. Yeah, the, the beach Damn. that makes you Alzheimer's. <laughs> All right. What Moving else? on from the visit. Uh, oh, also in the in now I'm, I'm, I'll let y'all watch it and hear it. There's so much stuff in the visit that's just hel- yeah. like actually hilarious. I'm really excited to watch it. Um, I watched my first Glazer. Wait a minute. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. I watched Sexy Beast. Is that last night? I think it was last yep. night. Yeah, last night. Watched Sexy Beast last night. Um and it's awesome. Hell yeah. Um I'm gonna have to rewatch it at some point because there's a ton of uh, little symbolism with a couple or there's a little bit of symbolism in it for a bunch of things. Uh but just like the basic story itself and the way it's the, the way it's written really is what um got me hooked immediately uh not much happens for the first 30 minutes in the movie and yet i was still glued to the screen mostly because of how the dialogue was written and uh what's his name um ben kingsley no ben kingsley's the uh supporting ray winstone yeah great uh ben kingsley i don't know how he didn't win that oscar was he nominated uh, that year i feel like he yeah was. he was yeah he was. I, I was surprised to see that he was nominated but i was even more surprised to see that he was nominated and didn't win hmm. um is it a weird performance a little but it's also one of the best supporting for- performances i've seen in a hot minute hmm. it's it's just kind of a a little bit of a weird character um the whole movie is a little odd uh in some places that's why i was surprised he even got nominated Mm -hmm. but it's he's he's great uh i also read that kingsley uh, said after the film was made that it was the only film he's ever been a part of where not a single line of dialogue was changed during filming that makes sense like it was written and set in stone yeah and he didn't improvise anything it was it like straight up and and i think to get the performance that was given out of him and to make that character as intimidating as he is you can't have any slip-ups you can't really improvise anything it's gotta you gotta know that character um and man it's it's really great Uh, i think that's that's kind of glazer's kind of trademark i guess because all of his mm-hmm. he's only i think he only has four movies yeah and each of them are so different but like the one thing that i'm getting from all of them is this like feeling that he is like literally standing directly off camera directing every bit mm-hmm. of it yeah like you watch under the skin and he like you you feel his hand over yeah. everything it's like glazers that makes breathing so down your cool. neck. Yeah. It honestly it makes it like such a unique experience to me. Mm-hmm. But it can be like super obtrusive. And then like 
I think that's kind of why Zone of Interest is so interesting because it it has that feeling, but it also feels like he's stepping back like hard and he's just like trusting them to do what they need to do. And yep. they do wait because it's amazing. That's actually so funny to go from sexy beast where Glazer was like, you can't improvise, you can't change anything. And then to go all the way to uh, the zone of interest where he's just setting up cameras and letting them only exactly mm. pretty much. that's pretty crazy yeah it's really wow. interesting god i need zone to come out wide i yeah. also need zone to come out me too. also yeah. we'll watch sexy beast soon and yeah soon that's a promise although they probably won't be before next episode yeah i'm <laughs> gonna let there be carnage takes that yeah Boy, then. i'm trying to get to both Swell. sexy beast and birth before next week um yeah just to knock all four of them out um but i i'm excited he's really interesting yeah sorry i'm just quoting sexy beast in the background (laughs) boiling did you watch anything else jackson uh i rewatched the first mission impossible today and it's better than i remembered duh thank Um, you yeah the movie's great i can now appreciate de palma's direction thank you uh, just wait until he watches Mission he, Impossible 2 he's for just, the first time. Shut up. No, I've... No! <laughs> you can't oh my keep God, he's gonna doing this to me. Out. He's going to freak out. Can't keep doing this to me. <laughs> Jackson, there's no slow-mo in Mission Impossible 2. They're just really, moving that Really, that no slow-mo? slow-mo. <laughs> They're just moving Tom that Cruise is slow, just running yeah. that slow. Yeah. Dude, I remember I watched... So, I watched like the first and second one pretty close to each other and then did not watch another one for like two years. Yeah. Cause you knew wow. how, it, how much of a shock. Cause you knew it peaked at two. Exactly. I watched two and said, like they can't what the hell? This, this was nothing it? like yeah. one. No, I didn't like it. Yeah. And then I three is nothing like, like two. Shut up. It sucks. Yeah, and then three four is, is nothing God. like three. Mission yeah. Impossible three is so bad. Mission Impossible 3 is Garbo. It is it's trash. JJ mid mid bad bad rooms. Mid rooms. Yes. Shut your mouth. Yeah. Shut your mouth. Uh Joey, do you have anything you want to talk about? I know you did not watch yes. anything, but what do you I, want to talk no, about? No, I I did watch something. What'd don't you watch? Lie. I just don't remember don't it. Don't lie. I watched What'd you watch? Um. Don't you dare! Don't don't no, fucking say uh, it. Uh, don't lie! Do not. Don't lie! <laughs> I watched. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I watched John Dillman. Uh. Yo. No way. <laughs> no way. I did. I did. He's not cool That's enough crazy. for John Dillman. Uh, didn't like. He double featured it. Half a star. <laughs> double featured it with Moonfall. <laughs> double featured with Moonfall. And um, old boy, the triple remake. feature, the remake. <laughs> <laughs> I gave the remake of old boy five stars, Moonfall five stars, John Dillman one star. Okay. You just said half. I'll yeah, take the one. I'll take the one. I'll take. Oh the one. yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. For folks at home, I didn't watch a single one of those fucking movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they never would have been able to tell. No, never. God. I do need you to watch John Dealman. You put I will, random things on your letterbox. I put what now? Random things on your letterbox whenever you want. When? 
This he actually lost yeah! this week. <laughs> Dude, I almost had him. I almost had him. So good. Uh, do we want to move into Desert Hearts? Let's move in. Dope. This is my pick for Romance Month. Uh, I will always and forever be trying to get gay people on this podcast, and this was such an easy opportunity to, but I wanted to do something that none of us have seen, so I went with Desert Hearts. Um, yep. Never even streaming heard of right it, now. Actually. Huh? I said we had never even heard of it, actually. Exactly. That's why it was a good pick. Um, streaming right now on Max and Criterion. If you haven't seen it, pause this and go watch it, or skip to the end and don't listen to us talk about it because we're going to spoil the shit out of it. And also, I think it's worth your time, personally. But we'll get into it. Uh, I gotta sum this up. Can someone give me a minute? Someone get this man a minute on the. On I got the a minute. I got a minute. I got All a minute. All right. All right. You want me to just tell you at the thirty and the ten and the five? Yeah. Or the thirty yeah, yeah. and the ten. Thirty and ten. Right. I'll try to remember this time. Yeah. <laughs> if you forget, it's fine. <laughs> It'll be really <laughs> if funny. If you forget, if you forget, it's funnier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny. All right. Ready. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Bro's gonna cheat. Bro's gonna cheat. I'm not cheating. I swear I'm not cheating. Um, Hold up, let me just pull up the Wikipedia. I have the fucking reception opened. Like the fucking critic reviews. Bruh. Okay, I'm ready. Alright. Three, two, one. Lift off. Hey, get rhythm. When you get the blues, come on, get a rhythm. Okay, so Vivian is getting a divorce because her husband and her were in a like professional marriage where they didn't really love each other and didn't have sex. Um, but also, plot twist, she is very much not straight. Um, and so she's going to Nevada, Vegas, to work on her lesson plans for the next semester because she's a teacher. And she finds this girl that she kind of falls in love with and thank you um and they're in this house that's run by this woman named francis who is a really homophobic surrogate mother to Kay, the lover um there's also like a casino subplot going on here that's also there um yeah and at some point Kay and vivian kiss and then later on they have sex and it's a great scene and then they escape on a train together that's it that's it 40 minutes oh wow bad that was a bad synopsis that was a pretty bad synopsis that was pretty bad i mean it wasn't the worst yet yeah it was not that bad no it was not the worst comparatively Um, we've we've had worse um yeah none of us have history with this um the only history i have is is hearing about it neither of you have heard about it um but i i've i've heard about this mentioned every once in a while over on criterion connection um they 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 love this movie over there um mackenzie who we'll hear from later actually with an email um is like kind of obsessed with this movie um and it's it, it shows and how she talks about it it's it's 
listening to her talk about this movie is is why i picked it it's every time she brings it up you can kind of hear a little leap in her voice and it's really nice um but uh none of us have seen this so i was like i was reading up on it uh, a little bit right after i finished it and this had like a really mixed reception when it first came out like yeah i think people just kind of thought it sucked and like it was some people were like honestly like queer critics were like yeah yeah this is good um but i i I, it seemed like a lot of a lot of male critics did not like this they called it derivative and like kind of trashy is what i was reading um uh from the new york times quote lacking a voice and unimaginative huh yeah very odd. But it's okay, because Siskel, who we love Gene Siskel, give it three Siskel. and a Siskel is the GOAT. Actually, the GOAT. No, Ebert's the GOAT, but Siskel... Ebert gave it two and a half? Two. Yeah, honestly, no. Like, we do love that. Um, so yeah, I guess, since we haven't seen this before, uh, well, let's just kind of start small. And I, I guess I'll start somewhere where I, with a movie that I have seen, and that's Thelma and Louise. Oh my god! Yay! Yeah, I wrote that down. Thelma's this movie came out before Thelma, but Thelma's like all over this movie. Oh yeah, it's just like that. I I think it's like because I was thinking about it during it, and the the West in this looks so appealing, and it's so like. It's so lush. Like when they're driving out to the ranch the first time, I was just like getting hit with waves of when I first watched Thelma and Louise. And I was just like, this is beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful scenery. Um, it also reminded me of Duel, the Spielberg film. Yeah. Um, which is plot wise, nothing like this where Thelma has a, not a similar plot, but same similar themes. Mm-hmm. Duel is not the same movie at all duel is great though i love that movie um yeah i think like you placing anything in the west is really interesting like i think that inherently contextualizes so much of this story yeah as this um what's the words i'm looking for here i think like kind of breaking apart the mysticism of america and I think putting it in the West is how you do that. I've seen a yeah. lot of movies that do that. Like My Own Private Idaho does that. Bones and All does that. Um, that's not the West. That's the Midwest. But it's it's doing similar things. Um, Thelma. Thelma is definitely doing that. Uh, what do you all think of that? Well, you read my review, right? Where I said yeah. that this is, yeah, this is somehow nothing like Thelma and Louise, like complete opposite of Thelma and Louise, but still completely yeah. like similar to it. Mm-hmm. But Oh, I referenced I just, Brokeback in my review. Brokeback is another one that's yeah. definitely doing that. Yeah. You said Brokeback Mountain for gay people, which is definitely a statement. <laughs> <laughs> um, But it's so quiet and so like, it it's almost seems insignificant where everything in Thelma and Louise is massive, feels significant, is larger than life. But they're both about two women finding ways to 
um, be happy within themselves. Mm -hmm. So it is just like, and there's always the relationship that men have with these people where it completely derails or um, at least pushes the story along. So it's such a similar story, but told completely differently. And I love that. Yeah. Would be a great double feature. They're they're companion pieces, honestly. Yes. Like, they're really... You watch Thelma first, you watch this second. Yeah. I... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I would say you watch this second. I think this is, like... You want to chill out. It's a chaser, I think, to... to, Uh Uh-huh. Because that ending of Thelma... Jackson, have you seen Thelma? I have not. Okay, then I'm not saying shit about (laughs) the ending of Thelma (laughs) and Louise, but, like, I think... I don't know. I think the ending of Thelma and Louise is yeah. one of the greatest of all time. Yes. And I think um, the ending of Desert Hearts made me tear up like crazy. So God, those two back to back would actually go so hard. It would be so good. I kind of want to do it now that I'm thinking about yeah. it. Um, Jackson, what do you think? What do you think of kind of that American West angle? Uh, Honestly, I don't even have anything to compare this compare this to. I haven't seen Thelma. I haven't seen Brokeback Mountain. It's, I think, putting in the West. I mean, I think I think it's interesting. I don't have a ton of thoughts on the movie as a whole. Um, I can kind of tell. I, I kind of watched it and was struggling to write down notes about it, and I was just kind mm-hmm. of vibing with it. I kind of yeah. felt the same. I so, I kind of yeah. thought that I wasn't going to write a lot of notes. Like toward the beginning, I wrote I wrote like these landscapes are gorgeous, like things like that mm-hmm. for a bit. Yeah. But and I I thought I was just gonna keep like sitting in that vein of my notes where they're just like super surface level things. Um, mm-hmm. But I ended up writing a good bit of stuff. Like I started getting really invested in a lot of this stuff, and um, there's a couple times where I was just like, I, I paused the movie on three different occasions and and wrote a paragraph. Because I oh, just wow. like I, I needed to write something down real quick because I would forget it. Um, but I think the other kind of inherent to the craft of the film thing that I want to knock out quick is the editing. Okay. Yeah. And especially okay. the screen wipes and the fades. Yes. Which I thought were <laughs> yeah. wild. Absolutely sure wild choices. But. Jackson, what'd you think of those? They sure the, were something. They, yeah. The first time I noticed it happening, I was like, that's just very weird. Like it, it caught me off guard kind of because I it had probably happened a couple of times before that, but then I realized it like 30 minutes in. And was like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't mind them though. I don't mind them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like a lot of the times I I don't know. People just shit on all forms of everything that's not just like a basic cut. But -hmm. I think it's so much fun to have some of these in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, wipes are weird. They just, they work sometimes. They don't sometimes. I do think it works well in this. But I think that their use of crossfades is kind of insane. Because they just do it over and over and over again at the end. And I'm just like, okay. Or towards the end. I don't think it's at the very end. I'm like, it's okay, a, I can feel the time and the longing. It's and, a lot. Yes. Yeah. It's so it's perfect. Good. Um, 
I was so a lot of I felt like there was this pattern throughout the movie. Like any scene would end and it would it would fade to black, wait on black yep. for like half a second, and then hard cut to the next scene. Yeah, and I got in this rhythm with it, and I was yes. just like rolling. And then there's one scene at the end where Kay and Vivian are like about to say goodbye. Like it's before the train and it's like at the, when she's like at the door to the store. Oh, and yeah, the scene happens and I'm, uh, I'm like tearing up at the scene because I Mm -hmm. hate gay movies where they force them to say goodbye. It pisses me off. And I thought that's where we were headed. Um, Yeah. But the scene ends and with every any scene i expected it to fade out go to black and cut to the next scene but it flipped that it hard cut to black and it jolted me yeah and then it faded up into the next scene and i that's awesome kind of just like was in shock for a second that was like the the tiniest little detail that i never i just didn't think about it and then immediately i was just like no i gotta like there's gotta be some significance to this so i i paused and rewinded that scene played it again just to like feel that again and it's just that abruptness i think playing that abruptness up especially as they're about to say goodbye and leave is really smart yeah and i think it's like a it's a little piece of of technical prowess that i don't i didn't expect to catch especially on a first watch but I think I was just really attuned with the movie. I thought you were going to mention this other part that I'm not even 100% sure if it's like actually happened, but I'm pretty sure it did. When they fuck at the end, when they have uh, 15 <laughs> minutes sorry. of straight up sex. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah. And it fades to black at the, at, the at the end. Yes. As they're like silhouetted or something. Mm-hmm. It fades and it's slow but then i swear to god it stops it did yes and it's like let's stay in this moment for a little second and then it starts fading again and then that was another one where i was just like that's this is so particular Mm -hmm. it's not like Mm -hmm. you could just fade out and no one would think any differently but you fade out you pause a bit and you're like wait no i kind of want to hold on this because we haven't gotten any real release for any of the sexual tension in this movie until this yeah. moment and then we kind of hold on it for a second and then we let it go and it's yeah. i don't know it's stuff like that, that i think this movie's kind of beautiful oh yeah it's really really good um i think we're we're at the sex scene we can talk about the sex scene i mm-hmm. it's i i find queer intimacy something that most directors don't know how to do in yeah. the same way that i don't think a lot of directors know how to do straight intimacy either but yeah i think queer intimacy is especially tricky but mm-hmm. uh this is a gay female director making this film and they, i think she knows what she's doing there's yeah. something that's so it's such a sensual scene like it's it so is. so i don't know what's what's even the word beyond this sensual is... it's it is a gorgeously shot scene. It's yeah. it's so like camera right up next to them, almost like dis like disembodying body parts to an extent. Yeah, and I think that's it. Reminded me of 
Hiroshima Mona Moore mm-hmm. um, and the way the sex scenes in that film were shot, which I, I yeah. love those sex scenes. I think they're gorgeous. Not um, that you mentioned that. I see what you mean. That yeah, it's, there. it's that disembodying feeling. It's like, we'll shoot them kissing, but these aren't, these are like faces kind of melding together. Yes. Almost. That's yeah. That's what I was going to say. Actually. Yeah. We're going to move down to their chests, but it's not going to, you're not going to see like a, a human body even. Yeah. It's just it's so their boobs kissing. Their yeah, boobs are like just it's, kissing each other. It's unbelievable. Yeah. But it's so good. But, I loved it. Uh-huh. This is, this is one of those sex scenes where it's completely earned as well. Yeah. Because it's long. It's like five minutes or something like that. Yeah. Um, of just people having sex on a bed or at least mm-hmm. making out and, and, or having sex. Um, but it's so earned because you feel the tension before it. You yes. feel the, I'm, I can't do this. I'm a teacher. You feel the, we're not supposed to do this because my, uh, surrogate mother is a bitch. Um, yes. All of those things have compounded up. And you finally get to release. Okay, this is gonna sound weird. You release with them. You're good. Yeah, you get that release with them. It's you feel because I I, <laughs> I love how we're kind of moving backwards through the movie. But like when she mm-hmm. kisses her through the window. And oh, that, that, I wrote down. That's how that you shoot. Fucking crazy. Yes. Oh my god. It's amazing. Amazing. I got chills during that. It's so good. But like, yeah, that was you insane. feel that, and you're like. And then the, the kiss breaks and I'm just like, yeah, yeah. But what if you kiss her again? Yeah. And then what if you just like, I mean, we've been, I've been watching this movie for an hour and you guys haven't fucked yet. And there's tension, yep. there's been tension since the second you saw each other. Like it's, it's, it's how I felt watching call me by your name. Like, it's just, I'm waiting for it because there's constantly tension. It's not. I'm not waiting for it because I know it's a romance movie. I'm waiting for yeah. it because that tension is so palpable. Mm-hmm. It's like it's that cut it with a knife feeling. That's just yeah. It makes the movie so good. I love it. Love it. Yeah. I, I wrote um, down that is yeah. how you make that is how you do a makeout scene. I think yeah. I might be a lesbian now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> bro think he drake so, bro think he so drake that was anita maxween anita maxween bro jackson what do you think about the sex scene um very intimate done uh-huh, very uh-huh. well all right um, good notes what did y'all think of the... i liked it better than the fish sex scene hey, the fish ah, sex fair. scene's great too i like we it. can have both we can have both we can have both. I don't know, man. Fish sex. Fish sex is so good. Uh, God, Shape of Water. Somebody quote him on that. Somebody quote um, him on that. Yes. <laughs> please quote think me on that. The fish deep. sex scene is beautiful. The, he think he's um, a peak. What did... Oh. What did you guys think of when... <laughs> when she comes into the, the hotel room, gets in bed, and then the camera moves to the left, and then crashes right when she's topless? That oh my god the jump scare yes. yes i loved it it was so oh good. my god so good i literally no. like it i i like recoiled i was like oh my yeah. god it's it's I kind of like it. something it's something you would see as like a joke in a movie but it is the most effective shot in this yes. entire film 
Absolutely. I loved it. Yeah. Actually, fuck it. We got to start talking about this right now. We have to. It's my Go biggest ahead. point. Um, so, like, at halfway through the movie, I was just like, wow, this cinematography is consistently on point. Mm-hmm. How is it this good? And it's it kept great. getting better. And I was like, I have to look up who this is. Bruh, it's Robert Elswit. Y'all know what he R- did? Wait, what? What he did? Yeah. Yeah. Cinematographer for Punch Drunk Love, There Will Be Blood, Nightcrawler, Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, Magnolia, Boogie Nights, uh, Inherent Vice, The Town, Hard Eight, Velvet Buzzsaw. Whoa. Yeah. Michael fucking Clayton. God. PDL he's makes so, so much good. sense. He's so good. Yes. I love him. That's why I, I feel like maybe it was just Deech. Is that how you say? I think so. Yeah, that's fine. Right. Um, but I feel like Deech just got the right crew. Yeah. I feel like she knew what she needed to have to get this done and then got it and got it. Yeah. It feels like kind of a scrappy production. I think the edit is uh-huh. kind of part of that. But yeah. But I love that feeling. And mm-hmm. it, you add on top of that the, the Ellswit cinematography. And it's like, there's the scene right before they kiss in the car, or right before it like starts pouring on there and, and they kiss. I think it's around there. Um, yeah. Where it's like the sunrise lighting. It's like yeah. super, on a, oh, like kind yeah. of blown out look to it, but it's gorgeous. It's yeah. so, so good looking. Um, can you tell I loved this movie? Can, no, um, I can't. The yeah, I think. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna find one of these paragraphs and I'm gonna read one of these paragraphs. Um, I I think it's also important that this I mean this movie's taking place in 1959, but it yeah. very much feels like. I mean, you can feel the fact that it's an 80s movie, and yeah, I uh-huh. I love that that Definitely. like the haircuts are very 80s things like that i i love it but also like i i literally just wrote a whole paper on this for class like a couple months ago but 80s queer cinema is so is unbelievably unique because Mm -hmm. it was made in a time period where queer people were being like systematically oppressed by a by like the reagan government and it was a huge 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 problem and movies like this feel like fighting back against it in little Mm -hmm. ways um i wrote about it about videodrome but i i like with this movie i was just feeling all of my thesis coming back to me i was like god yes this is so anti-reagan 1950s make america great again and that like was five stars five stars five stars listen anti-reagan gets you an extra half star that is the rule that's that is the the rule rule. it's yeah i don't know Um, i mean like vivian being kind of a yuppie being that like super straight edge like middle class i guess upper middle class honestly uh-huh. like professor yeah this is like very much in conversation with reagan politics yes, it is and uh and i love that it's so interesting i'm trying to think of what we should talk about next the soundtrack oh yeah oh yeah how about, how about... that was like my one note was that the music was perfect 
yeah his one note like it's for, uh, i i don't know if i've seen a movie that kind of perfectly picks a soundtrack like this bro has not seen almost famous correct correct yeah, i've also I not seen, seen almost famous yeah how about how about that needle drop of patsy klein mm. crazy mm-hmm. so good. that goes yep. so hard yeah Crazy, I'm crazy for feeling so lonely. I'm crazy, crazy for feeling so blue. I think my favorite was the elephants gerald at the you very 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 end oh yeah and just plays over a couple scenes but it plays over the train and i was like elephants gerald always makes me cry like i can't mm. listen to elephants gerald because she, she just like makes me start crying so when when the subtitles popped up at, at the bottom it was like elephants gerald i was like no no Fuck. no, <laughs> no. Like, this is not you allowed. can't keep getting away with it <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, no, I I really loved it. Um, there there were a couple times where I wrote down that the songs were great. The he'll have a go needle drop, and when you have like the low frame rate shower scene, is so yeah. good. Um, which was odd, and now that I'm thinking about it, is it's a weird little still... choice. But like, I don't really, yeah. I don't, I never minded it. I things like that. That's I just like, it. I it's it's a weird thing, but it it's sticks out in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like choices that just like stick out to me, honestly. Yeah. Um God. Get rhythm. God. I'm probably playing get rhythm under my synopsis. <laughs> that's that's what I'm, it's gonna be so funny. Um I'm laughing at something that happened like twenty minutes ago in the episode. Um I think yeah. I, I we got to talk about these two leads because I think they are wonderful. Um, but I, it reminds me we we're gonna I think we're just gonna keep coming back to Thelma and Louise. But yeah, um, it reminds me of that dynamic in a way. But like, also Thelma yeah. and Louise is so much more casual. It's so much like these guys. These have been, these people have been friends for forever forever oh yeah yeah and these two like talking to each other for a, a, a bit feels it feels like a challenge yeah it it like this is very much a coming out story for yeah. vivian and k exists as this like pinnacle of what she's going to come to but she's not there yet so conversations feel so stilted for yeah. a bit but you can feel that mm-hmm. kind of love still there I f- it's really interesting i think like um, the way their outfits kind of change compared to each other is interesting yeah. like things like that oh, i'm yeah. just like it, i think it's really subtly bi- like building that tension without us even knowing it and then when like the sex scene happens you're like oh well everything is now broken like the fl- floodgates mm-hmm. have opened and we're 
now I'm mm-hmm. just feeling everything that I've ever felt. Maybe that's just the me, fr- but... I feel like the frustration um, or the like tension. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with that, actually. The frustration of mm-hmm. like them not being able to work out um, is what drives it so much. Because at the end of almost all of their conversations, it's fuck you, I'm leaving, or something yeah. like that. It's yeah. it's a breakup, almost. Yeah. And you think, or maybe I was, I was just left thinking, like, how are they ever going to make it? Like, how are they going to ever get out of this position that they're in, this style of dialogue that they have, where they just end up yelling at each other at the end? Yeah. And then we don't really know if they do get out of that, I guess. Yeah. And I think... I think so much of that is the 1950s talking. It's the yeah. She she knows that this is not like she says at some point that's like it's just kind of gonna be an episode in her life because mm-hmm. people at her job are not gonna allow that. She would just yep. get fired, and no one would care. But, and I think that's the genius of the ending is that like it finds a way to make even like even that happy. Yeah. Like no matter which way they go, it's like, it is, it is a happy ending. Yes. Like I wrote down at the, at the end, I was like, if if you fucking give me a sad ending, I'm going to be pissed. And then immediately the next note is I'm crying so fucking hard right now. Gay people get a happy ending for once. (laughs) And it's just, that doesn't happen that often. So yep. when I can find it, I latch onto it so hard. I like that's why I watch movies like like Fire Island or like Dicks mm-hmm. the Musical, where they're like kind of absurd, but you do get that queer joy. Yeah. And Desert Hearts is a queer joy film, despite it having deeply homophobic characters in it. Yeah. It still finds that finds that joy in it. I, I think that's beautiful. Can we uh can we just go ahead and like talk about the ending? I mean, uh, I guess yeah, we're let's talk about it. it. But mm-hmm. like that line, first off, the writing in this movie is actually pretty good. Yeah, it's great. I wrote down yeah. so many quotes. Yeah, um, but that line where she just says, "Just ride with me forty minutes to the next train stop." Uh-huh. Yeah, like that is going to be stuck in my brain forever. Yeah. And then, and then she says, "Like, what do you expect to get out of this?" Yeah, she's like, "And then she says, 40 more minutes with forty minutes with you." Yeah, God, it makes me want to kill myself because I'll never know that feeling. (laughs) God, it's so good. As I'm turning lesbian, listen. (laughs) If you come out right now on the podcast, coming out as lesbian. Yeah. No, come out come out as gay and then date me, please. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um Jackson, you have to marry us. <laughs> what do you mean? Like marry like officiate. You have to officiate the wedding. Okay, I was about to say, am I like the third or, or you're like officiating? You're like Bo and Yang and Dick's the musical. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, God exists god. to officiate a wedding in that in that movie. That's funny. It's so good. Um yeah, I'll I'll read through some of these quotes just while we're on the script. I just think it's so strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't act that way to change the world. I act that way so the goddamn world won't change me. Oh my god, yes. Fucking good. Banger. 
you're just visiting the way I live. Oh, yeah. I am going to throw my fucking phone through the window. <laughs> um, I'm not going to... We're going to come back to fucking Francis in a second. Um, God damn... Mm. Mm, the string of lights around my heart. Ah, yes! Yes! Oh my god, yeah. And how it's used again! Yes, it is amazing. And it's even better! It is amazing. God. God. And the fact that the first time they use it, the first time they use it, they desc- they're they describing a straight relationship. Uh-huh. And it's, it's Francis describing it, right? Francis says it? <gasps> Yeah. she's like yeah. yeah it's i think talking about her ex-husband or something um and she's our homophobic surrogate mother character here and i despise francis like yeah hate that character so much honestly because i've seen that character so many times in my life that i can't i'm i'm fed up with it i'm fucking done yeah. So when she popped up, I was like, "Oh, she's she's chill," and then immediately when it came, when it happened, I like mm-hmm. like as soon as they walk back up to the the house after they kissed, and she's like throwing her shit, like throwing Kay's stuff at or Vivian's stuff out, like just immediately knows it's like, I mean, I wrote down the feeling that feeling of having someone be completely fine with your queerness as long as they can't see it as long as they you you like i've heard don't shove it down my throat so many times and i'm like sorry my existence is shoving it down your throat but it's so much worse in the 50s so Mm -hmm. much worse in the 50s so much worse in the 80s so much worse in the 90s 2000s all the way back like we are in so much better times than it was and it still fucking sucks but it's so much better so and that's the norm back then and it sucks and even they don't just let her off by being just like some villain because they do give her that car scene later where she Uh i'm not gonna say she redeems herself at all but she does like you can see her thinking more Mm -hmm. about it after the wedding i loved that double use of the string of lights around my heart thing so yeah. much because she says it to describe her like deepest affection towards a man. Yeah. Which is one, one thing that she obviously just knows. She knows that she loves that man. And then at the end, she's like, I don't, she, I think she says like pretty much verbatim. I don't understand how you can love a woman. Yeah. Or love that woman. And she goes, it's because she put a string of heart or a string of lights around my heart. She says, "Yeah, it, it's the same way that you love the people you love. It's the exact same thing." Yeah, and it's not that hard to explain, and it's so simple. And then they just like hug it out or whatever. I don't know. That was beautiful. I'm starting to realize how incredible the last twenty minutes of this movie is. And I honest, and the last twenty minutes doesn't work without the first hour and ten minutes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you have to build to that and it's the yeah, build yeah. i'm tearing up the build is so perfect yeah it is it's so perfect god jackson talks so that i don't have to fucking talk <laughs> yeah. for a second. 
Jackson has nothing to say. Oh my god. (laughs) Jackson! That was for you, Sutherland. Oh my god. (laughs) Um, yeah. Wow. I I had forgotten a lot of those quotes. I had forgotten about the string of lights and how brilliant that is and bringing it back. I had almost forgotten about that. Yeah. It's really great. Jackson, I feel like like you might have forgotten about a lot of this movie. I forget a lot about a lot of movies fair fair yeah <laughs> um back and forth you have you watch shitty movies for fun no that's what you do no okay anyways um i want to understand because like i i don't know it's not like a big problem for me but i want to understand fully why the casino is a big part I think it's of this movie. A lot of it is setting. I think it's yeah. it's important, but I think it's also important to have male characters in the story. Mm-hmm. And I think the casino is such an easy way to do that. Like it is it is the perfect way to do it. Yeah. Cuz there's so many opportunities in there. I I think of the scene where um where Vivian's rolling the dice and she's yes. like she's winning, she's doing great, she's doing great. And then as soon as she does something bad, it's not like they shove her away, but the man who's gave her the dice kisses her. And yeah. I'm like that, like, I, I think it's the casino is a, a breeding ground for microaggressions against these women mm-hmm. and uh, and legitimate aggressions against these women. Like Kay's relationship with, I assume that's her boss where she goes into the back room and he kisses her and he's like, and she, she like backs off. She's like, no, like that needs yeah. to be in here. Uh, Kay being harassed by a drunk uh, yes. customer has to be in here. I think that's why the casino needs to be here. Also, it gives us an excuse to have silver in the story. And I love mm-hmm. silver. Silver is so but- fucking fun. She's so strange, but I love her. I, I just don't get the the choice to do it in, in like a casino instead of like a bar because all of those things could go a lot better with a bar and it wouldn't be as loud as the casino as as l- look at this piece of the story like I there's definitely a reason that the casino is the setting there's a bigger yeah. reason I think that I don't casino, think we're getting I think the casino being so loud very good when contrasted against the quiet moments they have together um, yeah. Um, but also, also a bar would be loud. Mm, not I think quite as my loud or crazy. I think my perspective on it is that like maybe it's cuz I've seen so much fucking Scorsese within the past couple months, but yeah. When I watched Casino, the uh-huh. way that that movie frames the idea of a casino is that it's this microcosm of America. And uh... Yeah. And that immediately framed how I was looking at the casino in literally every movie. Because here, gotcha. which this movie is, we've established, is, is very much about America and about the way yes. America treats the people that it does not consider worthy in some way. Um, I think having something that exists as that microcosm is is huge. I think it, it it's a it's shorthand like thematic shorthand essentially but it's really yeah. i think it's smart about how it does it it never feels like it's like i don't know you can watch this movie and never think about it america yeah. but if you do think about it it plays pretty perfectly into that i think 
I think it could also be, I've been trying to gather my thoughts for the past couple minutes about this idea. So, you know, Las Vegas referred to as Sin City. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I think that also kind of plays off of how some of the other characters may view their relationship. Yeah. I think it ties into that as well. I can definitely mm-hmm. see that. I think that's part of it too. Yeah. And so Do you also do you also think it could be like people people freak out so much about um same sex marriage and mm-hmm. same sex relationships, but then people are gambling and doing the stuff mm-hmm. that Sin City is named after. Yeah. Right there, right in front of them, and mm-hmm. they don't even care about that. Yeah. Yeah. And you add into that the microaggressions that no one says yes. a word about. Yep. I mean, I think the, the uh, absolutely. The only thing yeah. that's ever done is uh, a selfish act by Daryl because he wants his lover back. Yeah. At the beginning, I mean, that's yeah. the only thing that's ever done in defense of the women. Um, I think we're good to move into final thoughts. I agree. Should um, I go first? Have I gone first? I've gone first the last couple times. I'm not going first here. Um, okay, I can go first. Yeah, go ahead. Um, well, I... So, I was sick yesterday and tried to watch this. Got 30 minutes through. Was like, okay, I'm just not vibing with this. This isn't really working that well. I still feel sick. I'm going to turn this off. Turn it on tomorrow. Tomorrow is today. Uh, turned it on today and watched the entire one hour and 36 minutes or something like that. Or yeah. However long it is. Yeah. Felt Great like an time. hour. Yeah. It was, Great it was somehow time. even shorter than it's already short runtime. Um, it's not like I had fun watching it, but this movie has a style to it that does invite you to watch and yeah. to watch in like an enjoyable way. Um, I think it feels good to watch. It does, yeah. I don't, I, and, I don't, I'm not gonna say it's a fun movie, but like parts exactly. of it really are, and you do, it's very satisfying to watch. Exactly. That's yes. the word. Um, the cinematography is insane. When she's silhouetted in the door frame and she turns on the light to see if she's still there and then turns it back off. Oh my God. Yeah. That just made me, I love that. Um, I love w- whenever they sit in front of um, windows and look out especially when like they were naked and silhouetted. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, dude. It's just, it's a cinematographer's like dream to see what was done on this movie. It is so perfect, but um, yeah, the story hits. I especially love the ending. I, I do think this is one of those movies where the ending wraps everything up in the tightest little bow. And um, yeah, I mean, most of the stuff I have to say about this is positive. It's it's a four star movie for me. Hell yes, God, nice. I loved it. Jackson, go ahead. All right. So when I finished watching it, I didn't really. I don't want to say I didn't feel much because I definitely felt uh, stuff from this movie. But I'm saying like I didn't. I wasn't sure if I got much out of it. And then yeah. over the past few days, letting it sit, it sat well. And hearing all the different things that y'all said about it uh, also made me appreciate it more. Uh, Mm -hmm. Desert Hearts is just very short, very sweet. It's a really well-made movie.
Uh, so three and a half stars for me. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm. I I literally like. Psych I was fully prepared two. for neither of you guys to <laughs> like this movie. I was fully prepared for Jackson. To, I think Jackson's just too scared to drop his rating. No, as soon, I, no, I was legitimately. <laughs> he, he saw what happened on Shape of Water. I was, yeah. I was thinking about a three, but it's it has sat well with me over the past few days, uh-huh. and yeah. also I'm in a good mood. So <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. Auburn basketball um, wins. The movie yeah, gets a better yeah. rating. Yes, sir. Everyone knows the rules. Everyone knows <laughs> the, the rules. rules. Um, I, I this is. It's something I've wanted to watch for a bit now, and I'm I'm really glad I finally got around to it. Um, mm-hmm. I really, really, really loved it. I, I almost, um, gonna be completely honest. I watched this what two days ago, right? Monday, I think. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. and I almost watched it again today. Wow. I was like really wanting to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, the the commentary is on the criterion channel right now and like a bunch of behind the scenes that i'm gonna watch through um that i'm just i i'm so intrigued to see more about it and i i don't know stories like this really obviously speak to me as a queer person but like specifically queer joy is something that i seek out so often and i need to find more of it um I think it's really in conversation with a lot of the stuff that came after it. Um, I'm thinking Brokeback Mountain. I'm thinking Call Me By Your Name. Call Me By Your Name, I feel like, is all over this movie. And when you watch that movie, you'll understand. Um, It's everywhere. Uh, I think for right now, I'm at four and a half stars with a heart. I think this is like something that is right on the cusp of five for me yeah um and i think it's something i will fall in love with a little more Mm -hmm. as i as it simmers a little bit more um but i do really 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 love it Mm -hmm. i'm so glad i picked it i thought i think it was a great pick yes oh yeah it was and and also thank you shout out mckenzie for influencing josh yes yeah i'm so Um, glad i got to watch this uh, speaking of shout out Mackenzie, uh, I'm going to read her email. Here we go. Now. Here we go. Um, Mackenzie, host of both Criterion Connection and Austin Danger Pod, two of, if not my two single like favorite podcasts. Like her, her work on those two shows is really incredible. And yeah. if you haven't checked them out, go check them out. They're covering some amazing stuff on criterion connection and horrible stuff over on austin danger pod um (laughs) but adp every once in a while they get a magnolia or they get a this is final tap and it's great um so absolutely love that um she says hi there film exploring friends mackenzie here i was compelled by my little shout out last episode to write in about a movie i absolutely adore A few years ago, a friend of mine showed me some iconic sapphic cinema, Bound, my favorite film of all time, Saving Face, Mm -hmm. which I recommend, which I, God, I need to see Saving Face, Um, and of course, Desert Hearts. I was immediately so struck by the dreamy tone and beautiful cinematography of the film. 
sure their hair is painfully 1980s for a film set in the 60s, but I, I don't care. When you fall into the world of the film, you just want to hop in Kay's convertible and drive down the open road, feeling the dry air blowing through your hair. I love how simple the film is and how the characters feel so lived in within that simplicity. Whenever I want to escape for a few hours, I pop on this movie. I'm sure at the time it came out, especially, it felt like a revelation. Because to to be honest, it still does. A film about lesbians, directed by a lesbian, with a happy ending for its characters, is still so hard to come by. I'm not one of those people that needs every film to end on a high note, but this one feels so special for that reason. Maybe that's why I keep returning to it. But I also feel like the film isn't scared to grapple with homophobia in a realistic way. Frances Parker is maybe one of the most nuanced and well-drawn homophobic characters I've ever seen. She loves Kay so, so much. She just can't understand her and why she lives her life the way she does. I think it's deeply relatable to have a family member or loved one who just doesn't get it. And as much as you might want to just throw them out of your life, something just... Sorry, I'm tearing up. Sometimes just giving them the space to try and grow can be enough. The scene at the wedding is just really special to me. Francis is complicated, but really well written and realistically portrayed to me. This was also the very first Criterion disc I ever owned, along with Moonstruck, which is another great romantic film I recommend. I love Moonstruck so much. Moonstruck is so good. Jackson, I don't care what you're picking, pivot to Moonstruck. Oh my god. I'm putting Saving Face and Moonstruck on my watch list joey we're watching saving face together okay yeah um gladly anyway i could ramble about this film all night but i won't i hope you all had a good time with this one and i can't wait to listen to the episode mackenzie thank you mackenzie that was beautiful um that was beautiful just honestly like i i'll tell you this in person but uh or i guess over dm but the show would not be around without you the show would not be around without criterion connection austin danger pod just like 70 millimeter wouldn't be around without them either um you you are baked into this podcast at its core mm-hmm. so being able to read something from you is just it is really special especially something so personal um and on that uh, we can almost wrap up, but Jackson has to announce his pick for next week. Yep, we're going from okay. a really awesome movie and how do you a know I'm not going to something to, great to Jackson's shitty fucking pick? How do you know? I I'm know you're picking something, something bad. I have a feeling you're not know? picking something good. Yeah, you're Why? not picking something good. Why would you good. say There's that? No way. It's your it's, thing. It's what that. you do. It's I've actually got the, a list here of some. It's you movies. saying like you said like a, a, a month three ago. Good movies. You were like, I'm. I think you said you were locked of, in like a month ago. But like, it's like clearly not. Weeks. You have a list of three. Whatever. Um, yes, yeah, so I've scared. got a list of three on streaming. How many times however, did Jackson say I have a list of three? However, I have told you I had a question, Josh. What's your question? There is a movie. That wasn't on streaming and wasn't able to be rented. So, like, if you didn't own it, then, like, you can't watch it. Our listeners wouldn't be able to watch it if they didn't own it. 
could I pick it for the podcast? Are we going to be able to have access to it? Yes. Us three will be able to have access yes. to it. You can pick anything that we have access to. Oh, my God. All right. So, sorry, oh listeners. God. Unless you own this movie, you can't watch it. Um, it's not anywhere. Uh, we said we wanted to explore film, Josh. Am I about to throw my fucking mic well, out the window? That's what we're going to be doing next no, week. No, fuck. No, I hate no. you. I hate we you. We are watching. I said I was going to watch this. the room. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate I you. bought it on disc. I bought it on disc. This the is the, this is the way he revealed that was one of the most haunting. That was things terrifying. I will never. Yeah. That was seared into my brain. He was just like, oh, he was center camera, center camera, and he he. I slowly lifted it up. Slowly, onto the Tommy Wiseau's fucking face comes up from the bottom of the screen. Oh yeah, that was oh, horrifying. I forgot to. I was gonna. I told Ethan I was gonna reveal it this way. Look at this. Look at this. It, what oh You want to know God. what came in the disc? An what? ad for Tommy Wiseau's underwear. Yo! <laughs> oh, my God. I okay, feel- I take it back. Jackson, this is your best pick yet. Yeah. <laughs> this actually bet- may be your best pick yet. Can you really, yeah. can, can you really trust anyone? Oh can you really my. trust anyone? Is that what it oh. That's the tagline of the fucking God movie. So well, are we watching this together? Movie. Yes. Yes, we're watching this together. God, fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> what else was on your list? Do you want to know? Okay, so actually four movies. Um, I thought about picking Early Spring by Ozu because that Ooh, is his yeah. like only romance. What a switch. I know. Um, is Tokyo Story not a romance? Nope. Oh, no, very much not. I always thought not. it was. Very hmm. much not. That's a family drama. Ah. Uh, uh also on my list a goofy movie oh that movie's great yeah i know uh witness by peter weir with that was uh, also on my list yeah yeah and i really want charade charade was also on my list wow but since y'all said we can pick anything i want to truly explore film yes let us let us explore film with Tommy Wiseau's. I did not yep. hit her. I did not. I did not. What a switch wow. from Desert Hearts to the Room. It's gonna yeah, be Titanic to Desert Hearts. Next week it's just gonna be us quoting this goddamn movie to each other. <laughs> like it's gonna hour. be the worst episode. It's gonna be so good. It's gonna be God. so good. <laughs> okay, and then we gotta we gotta do a group pick for yeah. the fourth one. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll we'll pick something good. Yeah, the we won't. We won't. We are getting our shitter this month. You can count on me. Old, old, old romance. It's not a romance. Yes, it is. It's a romance between uh, them and the beach that makes you old. That Shut is true. up. <laughs> okay, that's gonna that's gonna be it for us for this week. Um. Uh, thank you again to Mackenzie for the email and also for just bringing this movie to us um i would not have picked it without you absolutely wouldn't have even known it's here um but god would have been in our shoes yeah um just happy to have this one in my life honestly 
Um, yeah. Any last words, guys, before we head out? Um, get ready for our first one and a half star. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. Next Very week. much going to happen. Yeah. Um, also, Mason, last week, I was calling and talking to him, mm-hmm. and he said, yeah, like can't wait until y'all do a uh, bad movie month, oh. and you can pick the room. And I had yeah, to nope. shut my mouth. I did Weird, not yeah. talk for 10 seconds because I was like, I can't let him know. I can't let him know. I will, I will tell you this right now. Bad movie month will never happen. I will not <laughs> let that happen. Yeah, that's I why cannot, I'm picking the room now. I cannot <laughs> mentally handle four, like, sub 2.0 on Butterbox movies. Okay, so we yeah. could do, like, controversial, quote-unquote, like, bad polarizing. movies. Yeah, polarizing. I would love that. Movies. That would be great. We could just watch old again. Yeah, Wait. like, stuff like old. Yeah. What was it that I was gonna crack on Mason for? What review? Giving the Gray Man four stars. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, I've got to mention that. Mason, what are we doing? Four stars with a heart on the movie that they didn't even color grade? Let's see if these moves fuck. Let's see if these moves Let's see if these moves fuck. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. A soft sky, an April day that would not dance away. I begged of a star to throw me a beam or two, wished on the star. And ask for a dream or two I looked for every loveliness It all came true I wished on the moon Down the moon.